Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm like obsessed with like most people is what I've learned. Mm. I'm obsessed with everyone. What, actually, what am I obsessed with right now, actually? Let me just... There's a certain kind of chocolate you're quite obsessed with. What? Mm? Chocolate. Chocolate, you know? That's... <laughs> <laughs> chocolate rage. Chocolate. Chocolate swirl. Don't be stingy. I'm a growing. <laughs> you know that Holly Jervis X Factor audition? You know what? I didn't, but then... Did I, it come back to you? I, yeah, it did. Yeah. It literally... <laughs> <laughs> we're in how are you we're in the podcast aren't we <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good how are you i'm good i've had three coffees today which is rare for me i usually um i usually limit my coffee intake because i know i go a bit <laughs> yeah i'm the same yeah. i'm like so i didn't have coffee for two years right i didn't have caffeine for two years and then i think i went to america and i like rediscovered like proper like filter black oh, coffee yeah, like yeah, in yeah. the jug with creamer oh. and i've just been hooked like since september yeah. and i drink really strong black coffee like first thing i remember day. when i came to yours for breakfast mm. when was it a month or two ago yeah. i came to yours for breakfast <laughs> I, ca- i turned up at when was it like 10 maybe mm. you were like oh do you want a coffee i was like oh yeah please that'd be nice you're like i've already had two days <laughs> like, how yeah and it's like really strong yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm an addict. Girls got to do what girls got to do. Well, it makes me productive. Exactly. And hey, there's a lot worse things to be addicted to. There are. There are. We won't talk about that. Like the sesh. Mm. We wouldn't know about that. I'm going to body movements tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. How are you feeling? What's the vibe? He's playing a lot. There's a big lineup, isn't big, it? Big, big lineup. Sisha, of Lovely. course. I think High's playing. I. I need to properly go through Queer House Party, of course, yeah. who we know and love. Oh, God love them. Um, do you know what? I need to sit down and have a proper look. Um, I feel like I'm going to know a lot of people there as well. I want to go. Maybe I should few, go. Bump into a few old flames. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the prowl, are we? No, absolutely Are we not. avoiding? Absolutely. No, no, neither. Not on the prowl, not avoiding, you know, just doing my thing. Hey, what, you, what do you do you if you see an ex? Are you going to be like super cool? Are you going to hide? Oh, no. It depends who it is. <laughs> it, <laughs> not because there's actually no one who I would bump into and like not feel like happy to see but then I get I get stressed mm. it makes me stressed thinking about it 
Like I'll I'm I, stressed. I go I go you. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a three coffee deep conversation. No, I I'll go into fight or flight. Yeah, that's fair. I so think I've I- had a couple of fights. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Roll the yeah. odd sleeves up. Um, I, I'm quite, an, well, I can be quite awkward and I feel like things like that I would mm. really struggle with. I'd mm. be a bit awkward, I think. Last week, right, mm-hmm. I met one of my childhood heroes. Go on. I met Katie B. That is Katie B. That is unreal. I love Katie B. I love Katie B. She's like got one of the purest voices and genuinely like when I was I guess like teenager into uni like her first two albums particularly the second album actually which has got like 5am uh I'm trying to remember now I it's 5am sorry I crying for no reason that era that's a tune that is isn't it I remember so 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 clearly being, I was watching Hollyoaks after school and Katie B, Katie on a Mission, oh. was used in a scene in a party <gasps> on Hollyoaks. And I remember being like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> this is what I want my life to be. It is. And I mean, that, yeah. that tune oh. still sounds so fresh. Oh my God, no, fresh. it's when so good. When did it come good. out? 2010? So, so good. Yeah, I think, yeah, it would have been around that. Certainly not a lot And I believe, that. is it Magnetic Man on the production of that as well let me just consult my sources because also they had um Adam. perfect stranger ktb and magnetic oh. man that my friends is a certified bop 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 smasher, oh, smasher. Yeah. your mission co-written with benga and genius produced by benga Wow. I mean, I can't know. Either way, I met KTB. It was standing calling us playing at a festival in Hertfordshire. And I was backstage. I was with Harry Gay from Queer House Party. Yay. And I was like, Harry, I'm going to go say hi to KTB. Wow. Because her dressing room, I could see it. And he was yeah. like, okay. And then <laughs> he left me. He was like, oh, God, she's had too many tequilas. And I had. <laughs> but I went in and I was like, hello. Aww. And she was like, hi. And I was like, I'm Jaguar. She was like, hi. And she said, I listen to your radio show. No way. And I was like, oh my God. <gasps> oh. And I was like, I'm just going to have to say before we go into anything, I literally adore you. And That's I'm such amazing a big fan. that she's a fan of your show. Yeah, it's insane. But as a fan of her, who literally yeah. like grew up with her music, like it was, and someone I really wanted to meet for so long and I've like seen her and like she, but like, I've always been too scared to meet her and I was like, I'm going to do it. And honestly, she was so nice. Like, I'd Aww. love to get her on this podcast. She was so incredible. And like, like she's a fucking legend. Yeah. So talented. So pure. There's no one else like her, I would say. Let's get her on. I think we should. Yeah, definitely. But that was like the highlight of my whole month, to be honest. Whole year. Highlight of the year. Mm. So I don't know if you've seen, but there's a new club opening. In I have seen this, oh, yeah. yeah. Tottenham's old Ikea. Iconic. Which I used to go to. I bought a very wooden, very heavy, very inconvenient to build bookshelf from, Did you? from that Ikea. And I remember, because I used to live in, in Haggerston, like North London, so I used to like, I would. I remember we lugged this like really heavy, yeah. but like obviously not built bookshelf mm. on the bus, on the, the Humboldt train, first it was. Anyway, either way, well versed in that Ikea. Wow, I've well actually versed. not been to it since it's been an Ikea, mm. but... Yeah, it's it's interesting um, seeing spaces get turned into clubs. I feel like 
there's been a few over the years. Like, have you been to church in Leeds? <laughs> have I? Of course you have. I used to be Halo back You're in the day. A Leeds girly, yeah, aren't you? I am a Leeds girly. Yeah, church. But I think cool. it's closed down now. Is it? I think so. That's a shame. Basically, if anyone hasn't been there, it's a church that they've turned into a nightclub. Mm. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> um, well, in the Channel Islands, mm. where I'm from, by the way, we have German bunkers from World War II. Mm. They're these like big, quite ugly, like concrete boxes. Uh, and we have raves in them. That's such a good use, though, because what else are you going to use them literally for? Literally nothing. I mean, I the health and safety, I mean, there's literally no health and safety. Oh, but really? No one's died, to my knowledge, yet. And they've been going for years. Uh, kids. Glastonbury this year, they had a, like, train Underground. Thing. Underground. I don't know if it was an, was it an underground one. I don't know what it was. It was a trainy thing that they turned into, like, a club mm. space, which was really cool. I mean, Glastonbury, the stages are just mad, aren't they? Yeah. What's going to be the next thing to get us into a club? We've got an Ikea, we've got a church. Yeah, maybe we need, like... What about... Okay, mm -hmm. this is going to sound crazy. Mm -hmm. What ready. about, like, a wrestling ring and, like, the DJ's in there and then you have to, like, wrestle around the DJ? Sounds kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd watch... I don't, mm, I don't know. Naked? Yeah. Naked wow. wrestling. Wow, escalated. Mm. How would you feel if you asked people <laughs> naked wrestling at your set? I didn't say Hard to concentrate. Naked. Hard to concentrate. <laughs> what, what tune? Okay, what tune are you going to play? There's people naked wrestling in front of you. I'm a sick bitch and I, I like freak sex. sex. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Nice. Oh, you could play a song. You know that short dick, man. Oh, ain't got, what is it? I can't remember. Um, don't want no short dick, man. Yeah, you could really ruin someone's night by playing that whilst they're <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, banger. Mm. But yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool to see new club spaces. I think it would be nice to see some smaller club spaces pop up, like yeah. So this is essentially replacing Printworks, right? Yeah, I think so. Printworks is coming back, isn't it? But not for a few years. Yeah. So this is like the new Printworks. Yeah, but be interested to see what it's like. We should definitely go down. Um, but yeah, smaller for clubs. Sure. You just there's nothing like it. Also, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. We want more gay clubs we want more lesbian mm, clubs I mean there's literally none and like queer women spaces for queer women apart from Sheba Sheba God bless Sheba God bless and Dolson Superstore throw a couple of nights of course we love from Femme Fresh we love Femme Fresh we love Femme Fresh we do and the glory as well yeah the glory is good a stone's throw from my house yeah we should go there we should again we should we yeah. shall I also saw mm, the world but most importantly, Ibiza is on fire. Yeah, shit. You said when you were there, you saw... Yeah, so when I was there a few months ago, we were driving like from the airport to Pikes in the San Antonio and we just drove past this like big cloud of smoke and I was like, what shit. the hell? Is, like, is, there a, like, is there a house on fire? And um, my driver was like, no, that's just like just a fire. It's just because it's been so hot and it was just like these big piles of... Yeah. Of, I think it was like manure or something. It was just like, I don't know what it was. God. But like, it was just on fire and they'd been trying to put it out for days. That's really scary. And it was just like, just like smoking away and it'd been on fire for days. Do you remember those um, fires in Australia? The yeah, the wildfires a few years ago. Yeah. It's really, really scary. I know. And even though like the UK hasn't been super hot this month and everywhere else has been, it, it does like make you worry. 
A little bit. I listened to a podcast on climate change oh, earlier God. this week and I do not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> Not not an uplifting one. Really? Let's say that. Yeah. I mean, good to good, it's important to be aware, obviously. But yeah, um, it ain't looking too good. People have been throwing shit at artists on stage, though. That's another thing that's been happening. Yeah. And be- obviously, don't throw things. Don't throw things. No. If if you throw things at Jaguar <gasps> or me, but this but is the thing, right? I've thought, I've thought this before. Like, if you're playing, like I don't know, the O2 or like a massive venue, and I mm. obviously sometimes. You'd hope that the security is quite thorough, but sometimes you go into gigs and you're like, they didn't even search me. Like, yeah. anyone could bring, if they really wanted to, they could bring, like, a weapon or something in. Yeah. It must be a scary, it must cross your mind on those, like, big gigs, you know mm. what I mean, as an artist. Well, I went somewhere recently where I really didn't get searched and it made me feel really uncomfortable, but I can't remember where it was, so mm. it's kind of irrelevant. It does make me feel more safe, though, sometimes when they... yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially if it's a big venue. Um, mm. But yeah, these are like BB Rex. And especially if it's a queer venue. Yes, 100%. Yeah. You want to be safe. Um, BB Rexa had a phone thrown at her. Yeah, this was about a month ago, but a um, month or two ago. But she actually, I think she got knocked out. But you know, it's a thing now for people to like throw phones at artists because they're trying to get the artist to like take a picture <laughs> or like take a be real or like backfire. whatever. But yeah, they this guy it hit her in the face, knocked out. Phones are like... And someone threw a vape at Drake. I don't know what the aim was there. Yeah, but I love Drake's response. I'm going to say this in my best Drake voice. You got some real life evaluating <laughs> to do. Throwing this fucking lemon mint vape up here. Thinking I'm about to vape with you at the Barclays. <laughs> that was actually right. That was good. I think the pitch was quite good. Drake gives me the ick. Yeah. On the new Jay Huss tune, he does ruin it. That is a good song, though. The song's great. Mm. But Drake... I saw him on another podcast, like calling the girl like was that with that sweetheart girl? or something or like honey when they're like sat yeah up with the duvet. yeah I don't know who this girl is but I yeah, am really into her interviewing mm. style of just like not giving a shit yeah that was good mm. high remix of Padam Padam how do you feel about that yeah so I saw a clip of her playing it a few weeks ago and I was like I wonder if that's an official remix because we, we obviously had yeah. the absolute one which <laughs> goes off. And then, yeah, so I'm really delighted to see Hi have a, a, a Padam moment. moment. Like, it's, it's a really cool, interesting step for Kylie as well, right? Because it's like acknowledgement of like a really like underground but credible yeah. artist at the top of their game. So I was yeah. really happy to see that. I feel like in general, we're seeing a lot more like pop artists embrace the dance scene. I mean, Lady Gaga, Dua Lipa, mm. both done remix albums. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, but I mean, Beyonce doing it herself, not even on, on yeah. remixes. But but obviously, yeah, Kylie is like a gay icon, a gay icon and yeah. a part of the, came up through the dance scene as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved that. Queen. Queen, yeah, queen. We love that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So, what have we got? today so 
what have we got? Um, <laughs> what was that? Is that from something? No. I don't know. What, what I did or what you did. What, what have we got? It's from the Utopia Divorce podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to it. Um, yeah, so today we wanted to introduce a new feature, which we're calling Hot Takes. Hot Takes. We have asked some of our friends and people in the music industry to give us some of their hot takes, some of their controversial opinions. And we thought we would share them on the podcast and react to them. So we've got three today. Okay. Yeah, and, and the reason for doing this, well... One, it's quite funny to see what people have a bee in their bonnet about. And also, I feel like DJs are so opinionated. <laughs> and it's funny to see where we're going to go with this. And and I think it will say, let's uncover the uncomfortable truths about the DJ world. <laughs> and that was good. Mm. Really like good. that? That was like really, that? really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, DJ Twitter, if you've ever been on there. Whew. There's some opinions. It's a dark place. Um, should we start? Should we go for it? Yeah, should I play let's one? go for it. I think worth saying this one, a bit of context. We're not really going to say who they're from, but this one does come from an artist who's not in the dance music world. Okay. So they make music, mm. but they don't make dance music. They're not a DJ. Love it. DJs have the biggest egos out of anyone and they need a reality check. They play amazing shows, they get to travel, they get to bring the good vibes, they get to drink, they turn up, a rider is provided. They get to just have amazing times, travel the world, do the thing they love. And all they do is complain. You go on Twitter and there are, I'm not going to name you names, there are those couple of DJs everyone knows about and all they do on Twitter is complain. And I think DJs need a little bit of a reality check. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> that one was hot. That was spicy. <gasps> How do you feel about that? Savage thoughts. I mean, they're right. Yeah, I, I, like it was very black and white. But I do, I do agree. I think, and I've definitely been guilty of it. Like, how many times do you see DJs tweeting about, oh, my flight was delayed, oh, the airport lounge was closed, yeah, oh, my name's not spelt properly on this flight. Like, we as DJs, like. We have pretty good lives. Yeah. And we have like amazing careers. And like I do I do think actually we should be reminded how lucky we are. And it's so easy to be caught up in the oh God, like, yeah, I'm traveling here today. Oh, I've got to go to yeah. Barcelona tomorrow. And obviously, yes, I know it's hardcore and it's tiring, trust me. I know. But I think a little bit of graciousness and a little bit of grace and a little bit of appreciation and realizing how good we've got it. Um I'm fully on board with that. Yeah, I'm on board with it. I think I think it, the one thing I will say is I do think it is always important not to invalidate what people are struggling with. Oh, yeah. Which, not that that was, not that they were saying that, but I think, yeah, things, and also being aware that things aren't always as good as they look. Mm. I think sometimes it's easy to, like, look at what DJs do and be like, oh, my God, that is, that is the easiest, like, coolest, best life ever. And then maybe the realities of it can be different to that. But yeah, people do complain a lot and about things that they shouldn't really be complaining about. And yeah. It's interesting as well. Actually, yeah. And, and yeah, on your point, like I've definitely had some like amazing highs and like crippling lows. Mm. And like, I don't really share that part of it. And yeah, maybe it would be helpful if it did one day. Who knows? But I think it's about appreciating what you've got. And also like in the grand scheme of things as well, like, 
Something I'd love to explore more on this podcast is the kind of dichotomy between like being a DJ and being a live artist. Yeah. Because they're completely different things. I think in the electronic space, we're so lucky to have a community and like, you know, the whole point of like the club is like to hear new sounds and Mm. like to support each other and to come together. And there's a lot of opportunity in electronic music. Yeah. And I feel like with uh, live artists, you know, in different genres, uh, like pop and rock and you know it, it it can be really difficult the cost of DJing compared to the cost of touring with a band like say you're a solo singer and you have to pay someone to play the drums someone to play the guitar Rehearsals. someone on the keys you have to rehearse you have to travel everyone there you have to get all of your equipment there mm, sound engineer sound engineer like there's so many more moving parts than Oh, I just turn up and use okay. my USB. Yeah, it's nuts. And and there's we I still I would love for someone to come on and break it down for us because yeah. like when you do a, you could do like a 300 cap club night and yeah. like there's budget to pay the headliner and the support. There's like seems to be money for the artists and it's like easier to recoup. But then for you could be playing at I don't know Omira which is like a 300 cap club as a live artist but then why is the support act being offered 50 quid and then the headline artist yeah. like just about breaks even after all the costs where's well, that I money th- I think it's also going? the um cost for the venue to put that on mm. is a lot more as well mm. but because why does it cost more I don't know we need to do some digging it is and I wonder if it's to do with like the bar spend on like maybe you you're going to have more people buying drinks at a club night. It runs for longer. Mm. I don't know, but I'd love to properly Depends talk to... Depends on the to club night, to be fair, doesn't Depends it? on the club night, yeah. Yeah. Because some clubs, people don't really buy drinks. That's true. They're too busy eating sweets and chocolate. Drinking lemonade. Drinking oh, wait, fizzy pop. Drink. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway, that was a good hot take. Great hot take. Agree. Definitely agree with a lot of that as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay, next hot take. Right, I don't know if this is going to be an unpopular opinion or not, right? But I think that DJs, big DJs that like travel about and like deliver, you know, like, that are like, I've got riders and stuff, right? I think that they should stop pretending that they don't know what's on their rider and they don't know like that their agent asks for that. I think they should stop pretending that and just admit that they ask for fresh socks and fucking freshly cut limes and like all the blue M&Ms. I think they should just admit it. <laughs> I feel like they're making a fool of us. I feel like this person must like run their own club night mm. and they've seen all these crazy requests. Can you explain what it means if you put white socks on your rider? Okay, so disclaimer, I've never asked for white socks on my rider, but mm. I believe it's actually like a... What's the word? Code. Code for like having like drugs, cocaine, mm. I think. Imagine if it's not. <laughs> Imagine if it's... Or maybe it is. I've heard it's drugs. Like people genuinely yeah. will point blank ask for drugs yeah. in a sort of roundabout way. Um, yeah. Blue M&M's. I mean, I saw a rider once for an artist. It was crazy. It was for a peacock. That's mad. Yeah. That's... We didn't deliver on that one. Yeah. Unethical, dare I say. Yeah. What's a peacock doing in a club? Look. There was a peacock that used to come to my school. But anyway, that's a whole <laughs> other story. <laughs> what, did they like attend your classes with you? Just used to walk around the playground at my oh, junior right. school. I don't know how it got there, but I think it was wild. Anyway, anyway, that was whole other story. Quite literally wild. Whole other story. Uh, um, yeah, I think riders. Well, actually, we got another hot take on riders, <sighs> which shows how um, controversial they are mm. in the industry. Also, if anyone doesn't know what a rider is, 
It's basically like a list of stuff that you provide <laughs> that the venue or promoter like gives you when you arrive. Yeah, so when you get booked to play, you get asked what's your rider and you send off what you want to be there when you when you arrive. So it could be like bottles of tequila, it could be yeah, fresh socks. I guess in general it's like refreshments, but you know, a lot a lot of the time it's like what do you want to drink and you know, tequila, gin, whatever. Um it's kind of a weird concept to be yeah. honest. Well, we'll hear what this person has to say. Okay, so unpopular opinion. I really, really do get upset with DJ hospitality writers. I think people take a huge piss. DJs take a huge piss when it comes to the hospitality writers. And I've seen DJs get really, really upset when they don't get the, the certain brand of tequila they want or the champagne they want. And I kind of feel like people forgot that we go to clubs to do a job and not to drink on the promoter's back. So yeah, unpopular opinion for you. <laughs> We're there to do a job, people, not to drink. Thank you, bye. A very good point. We are there to do a job. You wouldn't go into the office in the morning and start pouring yourself a pint while you log in, would you? Might do. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a no. pretty sick job. Yeah, no, it is, it is a weird concept. It is a weird concept. Um, I, when I, like, because I've only really just started doing any gig that would warrant a rider. And it makes me feel, like, really awkward because mm. I don't have an agent or anything. So I'm the person asking for it. And I think, like, when, when I did Parklife, for example... I wanted to ask for I wanted to ask for beers, but I didn't want to say I want loads of beers, but I also wanted loads of beers. <laughs> so oh, I put bet you did. I put can I have a bottle of prosecco and some beers, <laughs> hoping that they would give How me. How many did you get? I can't remember. They did give me loads because right. yeah, they gave they yeah they were really generous, but it did make me feel really awkward. Like it is awkward mm. asking. I mean. It's just, a, it's a, I just still find it a very weird idea. Like, I get, obviously, you'll need, like, refreshments if you're, like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's obviously you want, like, stuff to keep going. But, like, the fact that there's such, you can you can ask, and some people ask for so much. And, like, I have a, I have two versions of a rider. I have, like, a rider if it's, like, just me, and, like, I think that's, like, a few beers. And actually a bottle, bottle of Prosecchi. Bottle of Prosecchi. We love a Prosecchi, <laughs> don't we? We do, we do. And then I have, like, a bigger rider, which is, like, tequila Prosecco, yeah. beers, crisps, snacks, sweets for my girlfriend. Apples. Keep her, keep her happy. Apples, fresh fruit. Which again, when I'm listening to that, I'm kind of, I feel like a bit of a dick. But this is like kind of normal. And I'm like, a lot of the time, if it's just me showing up, I feel really bad if like there's all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not even going to drink it. So I normally just give it to the promoter. Yeah. It's a weird one. But I think... Everything in moderation. I get why they exist, but like I also think it's quite a dangerous thing because it also like enables people and gives permission to like get really fucked up before a show or during a show. And we, you know, what people's people, a lot of people struggle with their alcohol intake yeah. and and substance abuse. So like this does not help. So I feel like it's, oh, I feel like it's a kind of a grey area, you know. I think also. Um, there's a big difference between like playing at a festival or print works and being like, oh, can I have a bottle of this or a bottle of that? And playing at like a grassroots event. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. I have a mate who runs a very like grassroots night 
and he very occasionally books like slightly bigger DJs to try and like draw attention to it but it's very much like new upcoming DJs and artists and some of those big DJs despite it being a grassroots night will still submit like mad riders and like often when he's booking those DJs he's making a loss on those nights anyway Mm. because he's doing it to try and boost the profile of the night and all that kind of stuff and I'm not saying like DJs if, if you're trying to book a DJ you're trying to book a DJ like I'm not saying that they owe anything but at the same time like you could not ask for like a 90 pound bottle of tequila on that night yeah which are probably not even gonna barely touch anyway yeah I think it's being respectful being mindful and yeah respecting those smaller clubs because their budgets are not Mm. someone who has a club night (laughs) utopia uh have you been to utopia um utopia utopia uh we did like a big, we did a residence. Did you do one in Ibiza? Yeah, yeah, I've done a few. I think I was busy that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They asked me to play actually, but... Oh, did busy. they? You turned it down? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I would. I would. I was busy. Um, full disclosure, she played it. It was great. But oh, thank you. Yeah, someone who owns a club like that, like, normally would just be like, what are you drinking or what do you want? You know, but yeah, I think, I think, I think the concept as a whole is yeah. crazy. Yeah, it creates a bit of a power complex. Pa- mm. <laughs> power, <laughs> weird power re- relationship. <laughs> I've had one can of Bev and I'm struggling over here. Three coffees, can't Mm. do it. I think that's all for our hot takes this week. Yeah, really spicy. If you have a hot take and you want us to talk about it, send it in. Yeah, can you? Please. That'd be good. Just drop into the old DM. Slide in. Slide in. Okay, I've got a couple of would you rather's for me. For for me. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a couple of would you rather's for you. So K-Bax is kind of like the annoying younger sibling I never had. Even though I've got two really annoying younger <laughs> siblings, but you're another one. <laughs> they don't listen to this. It's I'm, the, I'm the third. You're the most annoying I'm the most one. annoying. Yeah. I'm the most annoying little sister. Um, well, yeah, actually I don't have any sisters. There you go. So there we go. The, mo- <laughs> the annoying younger sister I never had. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So naturally, you know, when you're like siblings, like, oh my God, oh my God, would you rather, would you rather? And I'm, I'm just like, I'm busy. I'm, I'm like busy. knocking on your door, like, let me hang out with you. But seeing as we're here. Seeing as we're here. And okay, we are hanging okay. out by, by, I guess by choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, what have I'm, you got? I'm, I'm actually quite proud of these. <laughs> okay. Would you rather, every time you DJ... You have to do a round of, if you were born in 1997, let me scream. <laughs> Up to the year 2000 and what would make you 18 now? 2003? No, 2005. <gasps> no. Yes. So you have to go through five, six, you have to go through eight years. That's for <laughs> sick. You have to go through eight years of, um, if you were born in, give me a scream. Wait, so as in I have to do that the whole... Not the whole night, but once in the night you have to do that. And it needs to be when it's busy. (laughs) Right. Okay. Cringe. Or every time a drop is building, you have to shout, put your fucking hands up, put your fucking hands up. (laughs) You know, I'm going to have to go with the first one because like, you know, if you are born in 2005... Let me scream! Let me scream! Like, uh, you know, it is going to get a reaction because who doesn't love shouting yeah. when you're something you can vaguely relate to is 
like projected at you. We all do. We all do it. We so you'd go it. for that over. Yeah. Put your fucking hands up. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Okay. And then my second one. Mm. <laughs> Although I am known to get on the mic when I'm very drunk. Yeah, I love it when you get on the mic. Mm. When did I, I last see you get on the mic? I feel like I do it quite a lot. Yeah. You um do like, all right, like whatever venue. All right, how are we doing? All right. I like that. Yeah. Like that. Make some noise. I think I say that Make some noise. every single time. What did I say at Mighty Hoopla? I said... <laughs> Put your hands up if you're gay. I said, I said, if you're no, I said if you're gay, give us a scream. Everyone was like, ah! <laughs> um, did I tell you though when I when I did that, I caught eyes with the security um, guy, and he literally completely dead face went and rolled his eyes at me. Yeah. He did not. He did. He did. I felt, and then I felt really shy. Homophobia. Oh, I've just been, been have my eyes rolled at me. Anyway, would you rather every time you order a drink in a club? You have to say to the person serving you, <laughs> "What's a girl gotta do to get a drink around it?" <laughs> say it in that way. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Or right. every time you get searched to go into a club, you have to put on a baby voice and go, <laughs> "I promise I don't have any drugs." <laughs> What's it going to be? Wow. <laughs> okay. If I actually wanted to get into this club, I yeah. think I wouldn't do the last one because I just don't think it's worth it. I don't. These security so guards see a every, lot of shit. Every time you order a drink, you have to go, <laughs> what's a girl got to do to get a drink around it? Yeah, I think it's yeah. quite fun. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe you're going to do that anyway. I might get a free drink. If I True. get put in a wink as well. True. Mm. Hey, there you go. That was good. Thank you. That okay, that's all we got. That's all we got that's time what for. Would this for this week? Really good. Really strong. Thank you. I'm going to think of some more for next week. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Utopia Talks is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.